Welcome to the Treble Health Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ben Thompson, audiologist and founder of Treble Health. This podcast is supported by treblehealth.com, the nation's leading telehealth service for tinnitus and hearing loss treatment. Thank you for being here on our podcast and make sure to subscribe to get our newest episodes sent straight to you. Let's get ahead with today's episode. Have you ever struggled with everyday normal sounds being too loud and having what's called a hypersensitivity to loud sounds? If so, you may have hyperacusis. Today's video will go over the best current treatments for hyperacusis and other kinds of sound sensitivities. My name is Ben Thompson, audiologist, tinnitus, and hyperacusis specialist with Treble Health. The term sound sensitivity generally describes the feeling when everyday sounds are just too loud. The most common type of sound sensitivity is hyperacusis. Sometimes that can be loudness hyperacusis, other times it can be pain hyperacusis. I remember when I was working at a hospital in San Francisco in the tinnitus and hyperacusis specialty center. And I remember the first time as an audiology resident when I saw a patient working in our clinic who was using ear level devices for sound therapy. And within three months, they radically transformed their sound sensitivity to the point that it was essentially cured. It wasn't an issue in their life anymore. And the trick there was that they used ear level sound therapy and they had one-on-one guidance around earplug usage and whether they should be in silence or whether they should be in a place that had natural sound enrichment. You might be wondering, if I have sound sensitivity, can I go to a grocery store? Can I be in a city or a a loud place where there's honking of cars? What happens if I'm exposed to a loud sound? And in my experience, half of this is a physiological problem because the auditory brain is hypersensitive. The other half of this is a psychological concern because we have these natural fears and resistance that builds up When we get in the situation that can trigger our sound sensitivity, then it can really cause a problem. We avoid it and all of that. If you have tinnitus, you may also have sound sensitivity. But if you have hyperacusis sound sensitivity, you don't always have tinnitus. So there is an important distinction there. Now, some individuals have tinnitus, hyperacusis, and hearing loss all together. That's okay. We have a plan for how to manage that. You may have sound sensitivity as your primary concern, hyperacusis, but behind that, you may also have some tinnitus that you want to address. In that specific case, the recommendation in our professional community as audiologists is to really focus on both conditions simultaneously, but we're going to see the first improvements with hyperacusis. And that typically takes weeks or months. That is a normal timeline to expect. But once your treatment has started with those conditions, then we do see returning back to normalcy and being able to be around some of those loud sound triggers. A few of the important tools that I want to discuss here as we're describing the best treatments and best practices is that having earplugs that you can change the filter strength just can't recommend that enough. If you have some earplugs around the house, that's a good place to start. But as you're looking for the best options in hyperacusis management, I would recommend that you get some reusable earplugs for somewhere between $30 and $50 online. And inside of those earplugs, you can change the filter strength. And that means that when you're in certain loud situations, uh, some louder than others, you can make sure the earplugs you have in your ears 
are comfortable and appropriate based on the filter that's needed. So for example, if you're in a place that's loud, but it's not extremely loud, you're still sensitive to it. Maybe a place like the grocery store, then using a lower filter strength on the earplug makes a lot of sense. If you're in a louder place, let's say your work requires you to be around loud noises, then I would use that maximum strength on your earplug. It's okay to use earplugs in certain situations, but a beginner mistake and bad advice that you might find online is to use earplugs often. Oh, whenever you're sensitive to the sounds, always use earplugs. And I want you to use earplugs strategically. We have a team of audiologists at Treble Health. That's what we do. We help people with hyperacusis and tinnitus. And strategic use of earplugs is an important step in your recovery. The other important step is to, and this sometimes can also be bad advice online. You might hear online or from someone, oh, just don't go to the grocery store. Just don't be around the loud noises because if you just avoid those sounds, then you'll get better over time. Not necessarily true. You want to still live a normal, full, productive life, but strategically use earplugs when you're around those loud sounds. When you're at home in your other hours of your day, bad advice you might find on the internet would be just being quiet. Well, if loud sounds or certain sounds are triggering your hyperacusis, then just being quiet. And I don't recommend that because what tinnitus retraining therapy, the leading hyperacusis treatment has shown is that having sound enrichment, preferably with ear level devices, that's the method that we have the most success with at Treble Health. Using those devices on the ears, they leave the ear canals open. You can still hear the world around you, but you're having this low level sound therapy coming in through your system. It promotes neuroplasticity and in, and shows your brain how to retrain, rewire, and ultimately heal itself because the hyperacusis over time can be treated in a very real way. One type of sound sensitivity different than hyperacusis is called misophonia. Misophonia is specific negative reactions to certain sounds. Hyperacusis typically refers to all loud sounds or all high-pitched loud sounds, whereas misophonia can be specifically for one type of sound. For example, the crinkling of a plastic bag or the chewing sound of my family members. Specific sounds is misophonia. That tends to be more of a psychological process, psychological treatment, which can be very effective. Hyperacusis is a really combination of this physiological, psychological approach, which has the most promise and the most effective treatment. Are there medications that can help with hyperacusis? No, there's not. This is an auditory brain phenomenon and having tinnitus retraining therapy, having one-on-one -on -one guidance and coaching, using the sound therapy on the ears, that's the best treatment out there. You don't have to ask your doctor for medications. There are none specifically for hyperacusis, nor do I recommend any herbal supplements as neither have shown promise in scientific studies. The goal for treatment of hyperacusis is to slowly desensitize your auditory brain. That physiological response I was talking about, the connection between the ear, the auditory nerve, the auditory brain, over time that can be retrained and helped in a positive way. So that is the goal here, desensitize the auditory brain and over time hyperacusis can go away.
Sound therapy is not the only treatment for hyperacusis. Cognitive behavioral therapy is another form of treatment that can be used, and that focuses on the negative reactions to the sounds that are happening and working on reframing and having a more positive or neutral practical response to these sounds instead of a strong negative psychological reaction. Exposure therapy is sometimes used as well. Oh, for example, the very sounds that you're sensitive to, let's slowly reintegrate them in your life where you have complete control over those sounds. That is a positive approach that when guided by a clinician, a doctor, it can work well. As you can see, there are many things you can do for hyperacusis. And whether you have tinnitus, hyperacusis, misophonia, hearing loss, or some combination of those symptoms, always remember that there are solutions, treatments, and therapies that have been shown effective in a vast majority of patients. My name is Dr. Ben Thompson with Treble Health. You can find the work that we do at treblehealth.com. And above us, if you're looking for another video on hyperacusis, I recommend watching a podcast interview I did with one of our most successful tinnitus and hyperacusis patients. Thank you so much. See you there. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. This is your host, Dr. Ben Thompson. If you have two minutes, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a five-star review on the Apple podcast platform for the Treble Health podcast. Thank you for your time. And if you need any services for tinnitus or hearing aids, please head over to treblehealth.com and our team of expert audiologists will be able to help you via telehealth. Have a great one and see you soon.